Coming up on this week's show, we talk about what we think is going to happen with Doctor Who Series 13, how this year's New Year special is going to play out, are the Daleks and Davros coming back, and so much more cool fun stuff, so stay tuned. I'm the Doctor. I'm a time lord. I'm from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Gasterberus. I hope the ears are a bit less conspicuous this time. You might be a Doctor, but I am... I'm a doctor. That's probably not the one you expect. Absolutely fantastic. All of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will. Where do you want to start? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bigger on the Inside. All right, we're back. Here we go. Let's go. Non-stop Doctor Who news. Oh, I Coming in your ears all the time. Don't stop, never stop. Nope. Wouldn't say that no more. No, no, we over that. Well, we need to take ourselves a bit more seriously now. Merry right? Christmas, Harry. It's the 1st of December today, the day this podcast comes out. <laughs> Christmas, we can sing Christmas songs and not get arrested. I went to a barber's today and yeah. I had a haircut. Yeah. And they the were Christmas playing Christmas haircut? songs in the barber's. Oh, no. Very much against that. Yeah. And I, I sat down and the guy went, the guy went, you have a haircut like Boris Johnson. <laughs> and I went, no, I don't. <laughs> he went, you look like Boris Johnson. And I went, thank you. Actually, no, I didn't. I went, well, actually, completely honest, she went, you look like Boris Johnson. And I went, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I remember there was one time where I did a scene with a guy and we were playing politicians and the guy filming it said to the guy who was playing opposite, you know, in the best way, you could play a young Boris Johnson. <laughs> and, like, the guy was trying to receive that compliment, you know, graciously. Yeah. But it was kind of obviously, it's like, I don't really want to. You look to. like a fat, bold, a balding man <laughs> with terrible hair. Hey, 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 young Boris Johnson. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, do you want your Christmas present? Yeah, oh my god, it's the correct Christmas present, yeah. Because you're not here next week. Like, no, I'm not. I'm, All the week after. No, I'm very... I have work. So, I've got you a Christmas present. Oh, something's ruffling. Rustling. It's... Um, from Blackpool Pleasure Beach. What did you get me from Blackpool Pleasure Beach, Tim? It feels ceramic. Is it a big mug? You could club a man with it. Let's, it's, a, it's a giant... You got me a giant Wallace and Gromit mug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Christmas time. I, I need to get you something. Wine. God. Children. Oh. That's that's insanely large, Tim. <laughs> massive, isn't I'm it? I'm never going to drink from this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, thank you, Tim. I, I, I don't know what to say. Harrison picked that up when he went to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I said, look if they've got any grommet mugs. <laughs> And he, he sent me a picture, and he, they didn't, but they had that big fucker. So I got you that instead. instead of, you know, they have a gold grommet mug now. I know. Well, yeah. There you go. Wow. I... So I'll take a picture of you in the big mug. Yeah. Two big My... mugs. Uh... Say cheese. Cheese. <laughs> That's the best joke I've ever made on the podcast. Oh, good stuff. Uh, it's not you, only Jim. you getting gifts, Harry. Should we give some gifts to the listeners? That's right. We got another. F- well, okay. Uh, the, something arrived, Harry. Another yes. present. What was that? But it's not for you. It's not from you. Do you remember you a few me? weeks ago when I said I, I bought a joke? Yes. 
Um, it arrived. Okay. Close your eyes. Well, I thought that was the joke. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Other th- I'll tell you when to open your eyes. Okay. Keep them closed. All right. Keep them closed. Okay, they're closed. You may open your eyes. It's me, passenger. <laughs> uh, you got a passenger mask? This is the prop that they use on the show that they then built the actual passenger mask around. Oh, for reals? Yeah. Okay, what, what? This cost me twenty-five pounds. <laughs> when you when you interview him, are you gonna wear the mask? That's right, Jolly, who plays passenger, is coming on the show. Um, he will be here. Um, I'm hoping to get that out the Tuesday after the episode comes out, after the final flux episode comes out. Um, Tim, why are you still wearing the mask? No <laughs> one can see it. Um, and I've been speaking to Johnny, and we're talking about the possibility of sending this to Johnny, and he's going to sign it, and we can give it away to one of the listeners. Oh, that would actually be really, really cool. Yeah, like a proper passenger mask. Um, it exclu- I don't. I doubt the BBC are going to sell any passenger masks. Uh, but to get one, because they don't. That wasn't a dig at passenger. That was a dig. That was because they don't really do merchandise. Anymore. You know, like the voice changing helmets. Yeah, I remember the voice changing yeah. Cyberman. Yeah. So I imagine that if you get your, if you're lucky enough to win this, if we can pull it off, I'm not promising anything. Um, that'd be a cool gift. That'd be a Do- very cool gift for yeah. Doctor Who collectors. Yeah. A passenger mask signed by passenger. Wow. Cool. Is Johnny just going to write the word passenger on it? <laughs> I imagine he'll name? sign it as his actual name, not as a... Uh... It's cool, though, isn't it? It is cool. There you go. Yeah. Oh, hello there. You caught me in my local public library. I was just catching up on some of the mail and feedback we've been getting from some of our listeners. Let me read this one to you. Love this podcast, and you both would honestly love to do something like this and get to discuss the show. New subscriber. And that comes from the fall of the 11th. We always love getting your mail, so keep sending it across in the comments, Twitter, and on Instagram, or even on our email. Uh, Let's do some Doctor Who stuff. Yeah, but first of all, 800 subscribers. 800 plus. 800 plus, woo! 828, I think. When did we pass 700? Was that only a couple weeks ago? Yeah, about two or three weeks ago, yeah. Wow, we is doing numbers. Because last week, the goal was 760. Yeah, because we always set our goals low, way, way lower than they yeah. have to be. Uh, 825 subscribers. Wow, that's great. Which is great. Thank you very much. That's like 60 subscribers. Something like that, yeah. No, 40. Yeah. 45 subscribers. Mm. Um, more than we thought. So that's cool. Um... We were like thinking of what we're gonna do for a thousand subscribers. We have a cool idea. I will tell you about. Um, do we think we'll hit one thousand subscribers by the end of the year? My goal is to hit it by the end of the year, Harry. I think that's very doable with the way we're growing. Yeah. Yeah. Outwards. And upwards. Yeah, like a square. And diagonally. Yeah. Yeah. Like a rhombus. Whoa. So eight hundred subscribers. We're currently eight two five. Um. I'm not going to predict what we're going to do. I want to rest it this week and see what happens. Mm. Um, I want to see how close to 900 we can get. Yeah. But I mean, if we can get to the 850, that would be good. Yeah. Extra 25 subscribers. In other news, we are award nominated. Oh, yeah. we, we were, yeah, Thanks, everybody who voted for us to be nominated in the Whovian Choice Awards. Well done. Yes, we've been nominated in two categories. That um, was a surprise. Yeah, bigger on the inside, the podcast itself for best podcast. Yeah, and ourselves, Tim and Harry, for best hosts. 
Big respect. We are award nominated, Tim. Yeah, there was no picture of us though, did you notice? I when I went to vote there weren't any pictures. No, on the video. On the video that they uploaded. Oh, is there a video? It has our logo, but then there's no picture of us. So I sent the guy um a morphed picture of both our faces. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I hope that uh, that appears. If we win, that'd be great. Um I don't think we will win the best hosts and I don't think we will win best podcasts. But I think there's a good chance, there's a better chance of us winning best podcast than there is best host. Mm. But anyhow, I think anyone that's voting for us will be voting for both those categories. Yes. Really like, I don't know who our competition are for the hosts. I don't know. I, I just kind of, I was kind of tunnel vision, find our it's whoever ho- Without sounding spiteful, we don't listen to other Doctor Who podcasts. No, I mean, I guess, you know. And that's deliberate because I don't want to. Overload myself yeah. with Doctor Who. I, stuff. I don't want to compare and think yeah. someone's is better or whatever. Like every now and then, I catch a bit of content, like say, like Mister Tardis, but his yeah, yeah. content's so different from what we do. Yeah, it's not really a thing where we draw comparison. So, like, yeah, I think whoever hosts, who knew they're up there. I think it's called Josh. Yeah, uh, some other people as well. Yeah, but anyway, if you can vote for us, that'd be pretty cool. First of December, the votes close. First. Yeah. Okay, that's not much time. I think it's get... the first. You told me it was 10th. What's it say on there? December 10th. Oh, it's December 10th. Yeah, 10th. December 10th. That's a lot of time, but act, vote like it's December 1st. Yes, unless, unless it's, it's past. Past. <laughs> past December 1st. Just vote for us until the 10th. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Cool beans, let's go. Okay, so we had another new episode of Doctor Who Flux this week. Survivors of the Flux. Oh, I missed five. it. Only joking. I watched it twice. You were teasing me. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy. Very good, very good. Yeah, so what were your thoughts on Survivors of the Flux? I enjoyed it. Good fun episode. Lots of fun, lots of good fan service stuff, but not too much. Yeah, I was surprised that I was expecting the Doctor to be out of commission for this whole episode, but really, she was just turned into an angel for transport. Too. I was slightly disappointed. That was the only bit at the start. I was like, "Oh, what a cop out!" I felt like it was just like the like the Cybermen thing from Series Two. Yeah, I felt it was a bit like that, but they very quickly make an interesting plot around it. Yeah, and all the stuff in Division is really cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, the one thing I didn't understand is why Yaz. John, Yaz, uh, Yaz, Dan, and J- Jerrica. Yes. Why they were traveling to all these different... Why couldn't they just pick a place? Well, because they were trying to find answers. And where they, they were being hunted as well, I think, were they? Maybe? Were they? I don't think I they were. Oh, no, no, sorry, they weren't being... No, no, my no. apologies, no. But they were trying to find... Because Yaz kind of had... The only clue she had to go on was the Doctor saying, like, there's going to be this world-ending event find out when it is yeah and it's next week's episode december 5th <laughs> I mean, you know, i've noticed that the dates referenced in the episode have been the dates that the episodes are broadcast yeah on. so the the finale of this series is canonically going to take place on december 5th 2021 yes yeah cool um yeah i enjoyed that I enjoyed all the unit grand serpent craig parkinson is amazing he's really good he's great yeah. i mean he should be he was in line of duty was yeah like, still i didn't i didn't watch it i was with my family but as soon as he came on they're like it's him from line of duty that's interesting yeah they're like oh he played a right bastard in line of duty <laughs> and he plays a right bastard in yeah. doctor who as well yeah i well, i know him from he was in a sitcom on itv called great night out and then he does a podcast as well called two shots podcast which is fantastic um yeah he's great and i liked how his character because i watched it with harrison and he was like, so how come we've never seen him in past Doctor Who? And then it's revealed that 
this is all within like a week for him really like mm. he's just flown in and out of time and yeah he's a uh, interfering yeah, yeah yeah do you know what I'm meddling yeah I liked that um, I liked all the old unit stuff mm. like and a little the, uh, reference to the, the little cameo from the yeah Brigadier gets a little voice cameo and he was in he was in the credits as Nicholas Courtney oh did they I yeah they put um, Brigadier left Brig Stewart Nicholas Courtney in oh, the credits oh that's so good I missed that yeah, I mean a lot of cool things in the credits like the fact that Stephen Moffat Ross T Davis yeah as the creators of the Ood and the Weeping Angels is this the first time that Chibnall Russell and Moffat are all in the same Russell was there sequence? for Jadoons okay um, I think this is probably the first time all three of them have been there. That's Ooh. interesting. 42? 42. Moffat wasn't involved with 42. No, I'm just trying to think. Dias is on a spaceship. Ooh, Possibly. wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, Silurians? There's possibilities. Pond Life. The short, special Pond Life. But, yeah. Ood. Yeah, there was an Ood in that, and it was written by Chibnall, and it's from the Moffat era. There you go. Then. So, well, there then. we are. Pond Life <laughs> precedes this as being the first episode that all three showrunners are credited. I like this episode. Um, I always want to get the things I don't like out of the way with first, because then it means I can have an open run on stuff I do like. But I really liked a lot of it. Mm. There wasn't much I didn't really like. Should we talk about the big reveal? Which one? The multiverse. Yes, the multiverse exists, and immediately. Doctor Who and the multiverse of madness. Rowan Atkinson. Uh, was it Richard E. Grant? Joanna Lumley. Joanna Lumley. Jim Broadbent. They're all um, Peter Cushing. Yep. They're all out there. But they they could be. Yeah. And I like that because as soon as they said it, Harrison, who I was watching it with, went, "Oh, they're doing a the multiverse in Doctor Who. That's cool." And then, like the thought, I sort of thought, "Yeah, they could do." The Peter Cushing thing. Yeah. That's great. And there's also the suggestion that the Doctor themselves is from another dimension. What do you mean by that? Well, because they say, like, the the the, the place... Um, because the vision, the location, is in between dimensions. Yeah. And um, Tech-Toon got to that through kind of the wormhole that they found the Doctor underneath. Yeah, so I mean... So there's the possibility that the Doctor came through that kind of wormhole and the Doctor themselves is from another dimension. Yeah, we tried to work it out. So we sort of had the Doctor came from another dimension, hmm. was then brought into our dimension. For whatever reason. Put on Gallifrey, raised in Gallifrey, and then at a young age was then put in the Division. Hmm. And then escaped the, the and then some we don't really know what it's a bit blurry. Yeah, I it? guess they wanted to leave the vision and they took yeah. their memories when so, they wanted so to. So then leave. you have young yeah, then yeah. And then we have what everything we, we know. Yeah. Which is interesting because like for me, even without getting any flashbacks, which we're obviously getting next week, because we see the watch opening, yeah. I kind of feel like no, the chameleon arch. Yeah. Um I feel like I kind of know everything. I need feel like I need to know. Yeah. It's just how they're going to get out of it, yeah. isn't it, really? Also, uh, I've just realised, we have, like, chameleon arches within chameleon arches, because the Doctor's past is hidden inside that chameleon arch that Tech-Toon had. Yeah. But then when we encountered uh, Joe Martin's fugitive Doctor the first time, she was disguised as a human, and there was a chameleon arch that some of her memories were within. Yeah, that's chameleon right. Chameleon yeah. archception. Wait, does that mean that when we just realised, when we first met the Fugitive Doctor, was she part of the Division in Series 12? We don't really know. We don't really know, do or we? Was she on the run? I don't know. She was hiding, wasn't she? Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure. I'll wait and see. Yeah, I feel like... We'll be seeing yeah. her next week without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, because we know the broad brushstrokes, but I feel like there's going to be a big extensive part of next week, which will be 
Joe Martin heavily featured in flashbacks explaining the division. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Um, really well directed. Um, I really did like all that unit stuff. Mm. I would like a unit series. Yeah, I really enjoyed... When I say unit series, sorry, I don't mean Kate Bishop unit. I mean old school unit. Ah, okay. I think you could have some really fun, because you could do it like a load of B-movies. Yeah, I enjoyed the unit stuff more than I expected to, because yeah. when... It, I mean, my only exposure to kind of old school unit really is the Three Doctors, and it didn't yeah. interest me that much, because I'm not really... You know, I don't think of Doctor Who as an action show. Yeah. But that kind of espionage underground type stuff yeah. and the corruption within, I, yeah, it was cool. I was hoping for some cameos from... Osgood? No, some classic unit guys. Right, So, like, yeah. Sergeant Benson would have been cool. Ah, yeah. Uh, I know, like, you don't... Like, there's not to be portrayed by the actors now, mm. but, like, you could have just had the back of someone's head... And you could have had um, the, the guy's name escapes me, but you know, like the main unit guy, mm. you would say, just turn around and go, just hold on to that Benton or something like that. You don't see their face, but you know Benton's there. Or... Yeah. Because there's like, he does, the, the, a few names get thrown around, and I looked on Tyler's wiki, but they were all made up for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that the TARDIS was inside unit in yes. the late 60s, wasn't it? Yeah. How does that work? They said it's from Devon, didn't they? Something like that. They found it in Devon, which is a training ground, and none of them could get in it. Is that Joe Martin's TARDIS? I honestly couldn't tell you, because I know... It's the same prop. Yeah. But it's also the same prop the first Doctor uses. Hmm. Uh, I think it's Joe Martin's. Okay. Because this is... They don't know who the Doctor is. Yeah, so maybe next week we'll clarify that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've not had closure on all that. All that stuff with Unit and the Grand Serpent was running alongside what we've seen, but it didn't link yeah. with it. Yeah, I like the fact the Grand Serpent had a big red telephone. Mm. Yeah, should we talk about Kate? Yes, she Kate. comes back in flashbacks. Because it's twenty seventeen, and then I think the last scene of her was present day. I think the bit where the house blows up. Yeah, I think that was following on from that. Day. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, great. I yeah. liked it because in the first Dalek special, they sort of go, you know, it's been dismantled. Kate Stewart doesn't work here. Goodbye. Ah. And everybody went, what? You're just going to throw all that away? But now, now it makes you know sense. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And obviously she's going to come back, back next, next week. week. Yeah. Um, I really, I enjoyed Kate Stewart more than I expected to. It's nice. I feel yeah. like uh, that character has, I think what originally Barrowman's character, uh, what Captain Jack had, which was, the Brigadier was like the classic Who thing. I think New Who was Captain Jack. Mm. Like Captain Jack, apart from Matt Smith, kept coming in and was like that familiar face with each Doctor. Yeah. But I feel like now that's Kate Stewart. Mm. And I quite like that. She's been there yeah. for Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi, now Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. I, I mean, I just realised, I remember when I first saw she was coming back, I was like, oh, that's interesting, bring back a Moffat era character. But no, she first came back in The Power of Three, which Chibnall wrote. Uh, but I imagine that. Do you think it's Smoffy the creation would, of yeah, Moffat? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Osgood Osgood gets a, a name, name drop. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing her. No, I don't think so. I think like they would have shown Osgood. Too busy Osgood was dating Richard Osmond. Is that what the actor's doing? Yeah. Oh, dating each other. Yeah. What? Don't know where it's going. <laughs> Um, anything else? Anything else that happened? Anything else? Um, Tech Tune. We, your kind of prediction of Tech Tune 
or like the woman that we saw was going to be the doctor's the mother. mother. It's kind of right because yeah. Tech Team kind of is the doctor's mother. As soon as it was announced, when it that video and I left a comment, <laughs> so, <laughs> we bloody told you. <laughs> yeah, you, that was a good call on your yeah. part. Um, yeah. Harrison has a cool theory. Okay. Um, he thinks that Vinda and Bell could be the doctor's actual birth parents. I've heard that. I have Because she, heard they're that. going on about their unborn child and yeah. Harrison said it's too much of a coincidence that they're mentioning but how would they be able to give birth to a child who can regenerate which has the power to regenerate because we know the regenerative ability but no the time was took from the doctor yeah but it's given to the doctor though isn't it by tetsuin no no tetsuin took the regeneration power from the doctor uh, okay. and gave it to the time lords and Gal- gave it to the galfrains to make well, the time lords maybe it's to do with the invention of flux that because bell and vinda have been traveling in flux i yeah. don't know i don't know that'd be cool though yeah I, I don't know how it would work but if it if we found out that vinda and bell are doctor's parents i feel like that would be something that i could get behind yeah yeah be cool 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 because cool, I, cool, I, like cool. I like those characters yeah yeah um anything else you want to say about that episode um, Tectoon fucking dies. Oh, yeah, she does. Gets yeah. Thanos away. Yeah, yeah, she does, doesn't she? Oh, how cool was the effect when the snake comes out of the mouth and all the faces go all bobbly? Oh, yeah. That was cool. Mm. Um, yeah, fun episode. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed I, it more the second time I watched it. Oh, you watched it twice? Well, I watched it go out live and Harris came over yeah. in the evening and we watched it again. What's the deal with that black and white house? For next week? Yeah. I don't know. It looks good, though. Yeah. Also, I'm still... What, what, about, what about Dan's girlfriend? Oh, yeah, because she's in Passenger, and Vinda's in Passenger as well now. Yeah. Yeah. That, Wait, how so... are they going to get out of that one? Yeah. yeah. Black and White House looks good. Christopher yeah. Eccleston said he always wanted to do a Black and White episode. Did he? Oh, we spoke cool. about it when we did our very first series. Did we? That's a while ago. It is. It's different people. So it's the one thing you wish he did. Yeah, it would have been cool to see. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Anything else? Um, the whole thing with the Liverpool mines. That's interesting. Isn't yeah, it? and the fact it's like doorways to different places. I'm guessing that's a flux thing. Must be, yeah. Or it's just a supernatural crazy thing. Might have to wait and see. Yeah. What's this... next week? What's next week's episode called? Next Harry? week, chapter six is called The Vanquishers. What does that mean? The Vanquishers and the names are is what um Swarm and uh yeah, Lady they... Swarm. It's been six weeks. We no, should have learned this by us. Isn't Swarm the lady's name? Swarm is the man. Okay, and well, I'll be I'll be saying it later on yeah. in the episode. Um, but the vanquishes. Yeah. In the final epic chapter in the story of the flux. All hope is lost. Forces of darkness are in control, but when the monsters have won, who can you count upon to save the universe? Mister Bean. Why did I go to the animated Mr. Bean? The animated it's Mr. better Bean. than going. <laughs> it's better than going. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. It's really bad. Um, when I had my graduation, um, they had a choir and they weren't singing that song, but it were parts of the song they were singing <laughs> that made me think Mr. Bean theme. I've been watching, we've been watching Mr. Bean, it's good. Mr. Bean's really funny. It is. Yeah. And so they did a 30th anniversary thing recently. Oh, yeah. And it was, they're talking about doing Old Man Bean. 
Okay. Which I thought was quite and good. Did you, was, did you see, it was from a few years ago, that uh, comic relief, like, one-off that Mr. Bean did at a funeral. Oh, yeah, Mr. Bean's funeral, yeah. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. That, that was just as good as the old stuff. Yeah, so good, they, yeah. the team still have it in them. Yeah. And Ron Axon always puts the work in he when does. he plays Bean. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> so. Next week, some towers about the Simon, about the Daleks are back. I it's don't think bad. the Daleks are going to feature that heavily. No, but they really need. Yeah, we've got Dalek ships. Um, Sontarans, Daleks, Cybermen, Carbonista. Chameleon Arch giving us a new title sequence. Yeah, um, the Doctor's back, Yas is back, Dan's back, Jemiah, Kuwait, Jericho. 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 Can I say one thing? Are you a little disappointed by the fact that the TARDIS team of the Doctor, Yas and Dan, haven't really been together as a unit a ton this series. They haven't. They keep getting separated. I haven't really thought about it. I suppose I'm only disappointed by it because the fact you've now mentioned it, I think that would have been cool to see. But then the fact that the stories have been so good, it's... uh... Yeah, the story doesn't really need the total TARDIS team, but I kind of wish we could have got maybe some sort of proper full episode with the three of them together as I was, a unit because yeah, I, I really liked them in the first yeah. chapter because I was like oh cool like a big finish thing that'll be fun I was like there is no room these are like six back to back stories it's not like they went off and had a mini adventure at some point yeah there's no room for it yeah uh, we'll have to see how this episode ends and how the uh, well, New I, Year's I, special comes. my understanding we'll is that, that. Dan we'll will go we'll get to that okay we'll see so, uh, back to non-Flux news for a little bit. Uh, another second Doctor story is being animated. Looks a lot better. Yeah, I think the animation on they've, these stories is getting better and better. They've um, poo-pooed that terrible motion capture stuff that they did. I, the motion capture worked in some places and didn't in others for me. Yeah, it didn't work. But all in all, it was... Mm. But I think this and the Dark Story did before this one. Yeah, um, they're good, yeah. Yeah, I like the style you're going on with now. What's uh, this story called, Harry? The Abominable Snowmen. Yeah, men or man? Men. Ooh. Plural. Um, it's a six-part story based on audio recordings of the original episodes. Most of the six-part Why adventure... are they finding the audio but not the visuals? I honestly do not know how they have the audio but not the visuals. Yeah. Is it something to do with, like, because it, I just thought it was like an archival problem. I sometimes wonder if my parents have got it. You know, you just wonder, like, there's missing episodes, like, it could be my grandma's loft. Hmm? But did your grandma record TV? Like, I don't know. But you know what I mean? You know, you just think, oh, we, we could have those. Hang yeah, on. I mean, I guess it was a thing of, I guess, back in the day, um, in like the 60s there was no way of we didn't have like videotapes that we could record TV with yeah. whereas we did have means of recording audio that's true yeah so I guess that's why the audio was easier to archive whereas you need sat there with a gramophone next to it cranking it up yeah. well, well I... his I... master's voice but then you know to get the um, actual video footage you need those Tapes, yeah. and those reels. Oh well, and those are much harder to come by. It sucks as well because we've always said that we quite like Petri Trail. It's like our favourite classic at the moment. I think, yeah, of what I've seen, I yeah, really like Trout and Doctor. Uh, but it's a shame most of his episodes aren't around anymore. Yeah, it's weird that he's not around, but William Hartnell's are. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe kind of there were more reruns of Hartnell's Doctor. They didn't really do reruns until Peter Davison's time. Did they not? No, that is interesting. I mean, maybe it's just because early on they cared more about archiving the show. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, and they weren't sure about the longevity of it during 
Trowns run, maybe. Yeah, good point there. Yeah, I couldn't say. Have we got any quotes from anybody excited that we can discuss? Um, Russell Milton, uh, the executive producer of The Abominable Snowmen, said, We're delighted to announce Doctor Who, The Abominable Snowmen, something Doctor Who han- fans have been waiting patiently for over the years. We're grateful for the surviving audio-only recordings, which we are very lucky to have courtesy of several Doctor Who fans, which have allowed us to create another exciting and action-packed chapter in the Doctor's story. Cool. The grammar on that was weird. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like he just said that. That had been typed up as a press conference. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Um, cool. Should we move on from this? I'm all out of uh, stuff to say about that. Mm. Uh, around the world in 80 days. The David Tennant's thing coming up this is... This is good. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. We're literally talking about this because David Tennant... What up, computer geeks? It's Tim here, and I'm currently sat in the tech hub of Bigger on the Inside. The guys and gals who work down here want me to tell you how you can contact the show anytime. Either it by Instagram and Twitter. Just follow us by searching for at Bigger on the Pod. If that's not good enough for you, how about sending us an email? Bigger on the Inside Pod at gmail.com. He was only in like one episode or something. Yeah. Already forgot about him. But basically, this is a part of a bigger tweet about the BBC announcing its Christmas special. So Christmas Christmas schedule. I gave you gifts. You still yet to give me my gift. I'm I'm on it. I'll get on it. We've got Sarah Phelps is a very British scandal. Boring. We've got Around the World in 80 Days starring David Tennant. Hooray! The Tourist starring Jamie Dornan. Nope. Doctor Who has a new New Year's Day special. Hooray! We've got two new David Attenborough films. Ooh. And we've got Michael McKinter's Xmas Reel. <laughs> Why have you said it like that? I've always said Michael McKinter. Michael McIntyre's Christmas Wheel. Do you think... Keep Mike... scrolling on that tweet. Oh, is there more? There's a thread. There are also two Mrs. Brown's boys. <laughs> no! No! Why? <laughs> the girl before... Um... M.R. James's The Mesotint, New Shaun the Sheep, Christmas Top Gear, Strictly, The Wall, what's The Wall? That Dally Dyer thing. Oh, Gone Fishing, MasterChef, and The Weakest Link Returns with Romesh Ranga Nathan. I hope that um, in the penultimate episode of Russell's new series... Um, <laughs> His robot Romish Dragon Ape. Yeah. That would be so funny. Robo-Romesh. Robo-Romesh. Some good stuff there. Yeah. It's a shame Mrs. Brown's voice has to come and shit all over oh, it. There's more. Uh, is there? Ghosts is back for Hooray! a Christmas special. We've got Repair Shop, Two Sewing Bees, Two Doors Down... No idea what that is. BBC Two Retrospectives on, on Madonna, Lady Gaga and Adele... <laughs> Christmas. Jonathan Van Tam is doing the Royal Institution Christmas lecture this year. No idea what that is. <laughs> it's a it's a clearly a lecture at Christmas. Okay. And we've got a comic relief pantomime. That sounds interesting. I'm quite looking forward to that. I wonder who's in that. Probably um, some comedians. Yeah. That's a pretty packed uh, Christmas schedule. Some fishing's back, I like that. Yeah. Should we talk about Around the World of Days? Are you excited for that? I've really not been following it that it's closely. It's going to be on the BBC. Is it a BBC production or they no, just got... No, they've just bought it. Right. Like they've done with Superman and Lois. Yes, I saw that they've got Superman and Lois. For some reason, not at half past five on a Saturday. That seems like just a very... I don't know why. Time. Well, just the... Superman and Lois doesn't strike me as the type of show that... The BBC 
would I've noticed get. they're buying more external programs like what we do in the shadows you think so yeah I think it's so they can put it on iPlayer right and kind of sell iPlayer as like a free streaming service yeah 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 do you think there's a big competition between like the free streaming services of iPlayer and all four and ITV Hub, Hub yeah I think it goes Channel 4 BBC ITV yeah Hub. Channel 4 is definitely on the it's great yeah there's so many like Great British comedies, as it's a sin. There's, there's that a... great British comedy. <laughs> That's why I didn't group it with the British comedies. You had there's so many great British comedies. It's a sin. <laughs> uh, Stafflet's Flats. Stafflet's Flats is very good. I haven't watched any of it yet. Have you not? Been oh. rewatching Peep Show again. Oh, you made me hopeful that you were watching Stafflet's Flats. It's on my watch list, though. Yeah, Just... I have a long watch list. Peep Show's on my watch list. Cool. I hope you enjoy it. I mean, I'm not. Doesn't mean I'm going to watch it. No turkey. You forgot the turkey, Jeremy. You total fucking idiot. This is our quote from Peep Show. Yeah, it's quite late on. So would, I, would, I, would I be laughing at that if I watched you Peep Show? My favourite bit. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm glad this is how I found what's out. What's the story in Balamori? What would you like to know? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> We never did that, Al Balamori podcast. We, we had an idea that... I one, think we said it on the show, but we've got some yeah, more listeners. We had an idea um, way back when that one day, as an April Fool's joke, instead of doing a Doctor Who podcast, we would do a different podcast called Wouldn't You Like to Know the Balamori podcast? <laughs> and we just pick a random episode of Balamori and talk about it like we talk about the show in the watch, in the watch along. I think we should still do that. We should still do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to know? Wouldn't you like to know? There's something about just that phrasing. It's like it's like when show. we came up with that stupid idea that Which one? The Mr. Ben one, where the shopkeeper always walks in Mr. Ben with his trousers down. Whenever Mr. Ben's getting changed into his fancy dress, the shopkeeper just walks in and he goes, Mr. Ben. <laughs> Tim unironically wants to reboot Mr. Ben. I do. I, I keep thinking about it. I'd really like to do it. I'm not going to say any more because I feel like the idea I've actually got is really good. Yeah. I feel like who I would cast is fantastic. And I feel like I could actually do it. I just mm. don't. I, just, I haven't wrote it. Once you write it, are you going to hit up the creator of Mr. Ben? Yeah, that's yeah. my intention. Mm. He's also the creator of Nelly the Elephant. Oh. I yeah. don't have any connection to Nelly the Elephant. No, I don't either. No. Oh. But I with Mr. Ben. Yeah, Mr. Ben's great. He is. Dun dun David Tennant talks about the 14th Doctor. But it hasn't been cast yet, Harry. That's why he's been talked to about it. Oh, what's he said? It's a very long interview that mostly isn't about Doctor Who. By the end, they say, finally, I have to ask a Doctor Who question. The search is on for the next Doctor. What's your pick? To which David Tennant said, sounding distinctly not like me. Doctor hmm. what? What? Doctor what? Doctor who? He forgot. He was like, ah, yeah. Oh, I see. It was that show I did. <laughs> Go on, carry on. Anyway, he said, hmm. Well, it's a big decision to make, isn't it? I'm glad I'm not making the decision. It's a part that can sort of go anywhere. And yet you just know when that casting is right. It's very hard to pluck someone out and drop them in it. So I'm glad I don't have to decide. Was that a good job dodge to your question? Lydia West. But the thing is, why would David feel compelled to dodge the question? 
Unless he knows the answer. <laughs> um, I don't think he does. I don't no. think it's honest. I don't, honestly don't think it's been cashed yet. No. No. Think, I think there's probably a short list. I think every day uh, Russell goes home and ponders his orb. <laughs> He's like, hmm. Who, who, could, who, who could it be, orb? And the orb doesn't respond. Like an eight ball. <laughs> I'm like an eight ball. <laughs> Should I cast Lydia West? <laughs> and he gives like a really vague answer. Yeah, it looks promising. <laughs> That's not enough, orb! <laughs> um, Lydia West. I know we, you were championing Ollie Alexander. I still am. Um, but he was on Strictly. Did, did you notice that they did Doctor Who? And then there was like a sci-fi dance yes. on Strictly. And then, and then Ollie, Ollie came Alexander. on and did a song. Yeah, I did notice. I think that ship's sailed now. I, I think, don't see it. And I didn't think... I think Ollie's kind of too big for Doctor Who. I think if, I think if Chibnall was staying, Ollie would have had a better chance and we would have known about it by now. Hmm. But because it's so far ahead, um, pardon me, that that casting won't be until about January, February time, uh, February, March time next yeah. year. Was Ollie at an audience with Adele? No. Was he not? I don't think so. I know David Tan was, but I can't remember if Ollie was or not. <gasps> but so was Samuel L. Jackson. Is Samuel L. Jackson the 14th Doctor? Oh, Jonathan Ross. <laughs> or Alan Carr? <laughs> I'd like to see that. I would quite enjoy Alan Carr as the 14th <laughs> It'd Doctor. Be great. Uh, he'd, he'd just be like, he'd, um, the TARDIS console would open up to like a wine bar. Yeah. <laughs> Chatty Man was great. I really like Chatty Man. I really like the Jonathan Ross show. I The Jonathan Ross show, I can take or leave. It's a very standard. I like show. it because a lot of times I forget that they're on there to plug something. Mm. On the Graham Norton show, I always know they're on there to plug a movie or something. Mm. But with like the thing, like I watched this weekend, they had Jeremy Clarkson on and Stephen Merchant. And Jeremy talks about his book for a bit, and then he's on for the rest of the show, and they just have banter. Yeah, but they do that on uh, Graham Norton, and they're all on from the start. Yeah, I know, I just don't really... I don't know. I really like Graham Norton. I, I know, like... I do, yeah. Yeah. But, what are you going to do about it, eh? I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. What's next, boy? Uh, well, you've told us as Jodie talking about her last day, but really it's more her talking about working with John Bishop and also... Yeah. yeah. And um, also talking about grieving. There's this whole phrase in it about grieving, but I think it's been taken a little out of context in the title because it's more about her grieving the departure of Bradley Walsh and Tozen Cole after um, Revelation. Well, let's Alex. scrap all of that and talk about something I want to talk about. Oh, are we not going to talk about this news article at all then? Nah, I can't be bothered. Okay, what are we going to talk about, Tim? Uh, when Jodie was on the last leg recently, she spoke about her regeneration scene. Oh. And she said, like, you can actually see her crying. Really? In the actual re- you can see, like, her bottom lip going. And for stuff. reals? Yeah, for That's... reals, man. I sent you the clip, remember? You watched it. No, I didn't. <gasps> That's insane, though. Because, like, not even the Tenth Doctor was crying. Yeah. Like, in fact, like, they, they chose... he's a man of men cry, that's why. I mean, there was a take where he was crying. Yeah, but he was acting. Jodie Whittaker was actually crying because she's a girl. 
I'm being ironic, by the way. I, I can tell. No, I'm telling the listeners. Okay, I think I, I see I feel... my body language. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to hope your heavily sarcastic tone was enough, but he was also arms su- crossed and swiveling back and forth on his chair. You'd be surprised with some of the comments. Really? Yeah. Do people not detect? Peter Capaldi, he was, he was pushed out of Doctor Who. What? He was forced out of the role by Chibnall for his woke era. What? And look how that turned out. Is that an actual comment? That's like been the, every other comment for the last two weeks. On the Capaldi video? Yeah. <laughs> but Capaldi... I feel like Capaldi wouldn't have stayed with Chibnall. He said he didn't want to do it anymore. He said it was a television factory and he was tired. Yeah, Capaldi kind of chose to leave. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not wrong in saying that, am I? I don't think so. No. <laughs> anyway, we've got some... Yeah, you are right! He was pushed out by the BBC and their woke agendas. The next doctor's gonna be in a in a wheel. Imagine that in a wheelchair. Imagine it. I think that could be interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Doctor Who will return with a New Year's Day special. Boo! Yeah. Sorry. Is this our first? Is this proper... our first? <laughs> what happened with your voice there, Harry? Did something go wrong with it? Is this our first time talking about? Is this TV? our first time talking about uh, the? Uh, fi- has this the first time? Did you see the trailer for Street Gang? What Street Gang? It's a HBO Max documentary about Sesame Street. No, that sounds really cool. It looks really good. I would actually, and ironically, love watching that. Yeah, cool. Anyway, yeah. carry on with your job. Anyway, um, there's nothing really new in this article other than it's just. But it's of... new because we haven't spoken about it yet. But it's just all information we've already spoken about. Well, let's speak about it now. Okay. The 13th Doctor, Jodie Whittaker, in case you don't know, and friends will kickstart 2022 with an action packed, spectacular episode set to air on BBC One on New Year's Day. The festive special will feature guest stars Aisling B, Adjani Salmon, and Pauline McClinn. Sarah runs and uh, owns and runs Elf Storage, and Nick is a customer who visits his unit every year on New Year's Eve. This year, however, their night turns out to be a little different than planned. John Bishop's in this. Is she? Is he? <laughs> she is. How do we know John Bishop's in it? Um, it was in another thing where they announced where they said he was going to be in it. Okay, interesting. The thing I find really interesting is the premise of this. Cause it's I was just... going to say, you think you've got a title for this episode. Yes, because um, when it was released on Instagram, there was this Im- the whole image of like the TARDIS cracking with the red stuff coming out of it. And then also there was something in the font that made it look like... Where it in... said 22. Yes, but like there was an infinity around the two twos. Yes. So I'm thinking that the title... That's four. Um, so I have some kind... I feel like because they linked the, the two twos around to make it look like an infinity, I have this feeling that the title or something to do with the episode will be something to do with... Infinity. Infinity Quest. They're bringing it back. What's Infinity Quest? It was the animated David Tennant thing from ages ago. On the red button on BBC iPlayer. Don't do the Infinity Quest. Oh, I never saw that. I think I did a video on it. Yeah, you did. They did two. They did one with Martha and one without. And I can't remember which one was which. I think you did the one without Martha. And I know, I know, but I can't remember what the title of that episode was. I don't think it was Infinity Quest. Uh, You think you know it all, you kids. You're all coming up here acting like you know it all. You're treating me like a schmuck. Uh, for context, Tim is very tired today. About two hours sleep. He he gets crazy when he hasn't had his sleep. No, you're crazy. We're gonna kill a load of people. 
Uh, Dreamland was the one I did. And then Infinity Quest is the one I haven't done yet. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Just got a Snapchat here from my friend Thomas. I bet it says that we go to the gym tonight. Gym 7.30? No. <laughs> no, sorry. I have rehearsals for a thingy I've wrote with a full cast and I can't miss it. I'm in the cast. I'll be there Wednesday. I'll be there. Oh, sorry, yeah. The biggest part of the episode, Doctor Who New Year's special. Yes. No Daleks. That, that we Maybe. know of. Probably. Because we thought Davros was going to be a There could be Daleks. The Daleks are going to ruin Christmas. <laughs> we are here to take your festive cheer. Go on. Do a few more. Ho, ho, ho! More like no, no, no celebrations! What would Davros say? Doctor, I am going to take away Christmas for all of humanity! Detonate the... The infinity! Christmas bomb! (laughs) I wonder what my neighbours think. It's only someone just above us. (laughs) So that fucking weirdo around again. Why am I the weirdo? John wants shouting Dalek quotes. Those aren't real Dalek quotes, Tim. No one said that. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's good that it seems to be continuing. I think it's going to be continuing the story of Flux, maybe. Yeah. Do you think there's, you think there's going to be some repercussions? I don't know. I don't know. It depends what, what crazy stuff goes down in at the end of Flux. Any other Doctor Who news? No. Shall we go into what we're doing this week? Because there's no watch along this week. Yeah. Go on then. How do I do a... I, we're ranking the specials. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and segue We're doing that. it. We're ranking all the specials. All five of them. It's going to be a wild ride. We're going to do it in about 20 minutes. Because that... I don't, so I'd be surprised if we can push it to 20 minutes. So here we go. Let's start the show. Humans are better in one respect. You are better at subscribing. Seek, locate, subscribe. What's the point in having you all? No, shut up, shut up, shut up, 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 that bit. Yep, that bit. Hello, Harry, welcome to the next bit of the show where we're ranking the specials of Doctor Who 2009 to January the 1st, 2010. Yes, cool. You excited for this? I'm I'm so excited. Are you pumped? Yeah. All five specials. We'll probably have very similar rankings. Should we start with what what we think sucks the most? Planet of the Dead? Yeah. (laughs) It blew. I it mean, wasn't very good, and it's written by Gareth Roberts. Any other reasons for it to be so low? Oh yeah, there's a fucking flying bus in it. And I, then a bad guy gets away at the end because the doctor lets him go because she's a sexy lady. Bollocks. You, Tim, you really didn't like this episode, did, did you? did not like this episode. And when we do the thing, we pretend we like it, we try and be positive, and we're like, hey, it was fun. She was an interesting character idea, but it wasn't that well developed. It was rubbish. Okay, well, that was that was a very strongly worded uh, <laughs> summation of uh, Planet of the Dead lady, from Tim. I hated Lady Christina. She's so rubbish to watch. 
I yeah, Lady Christina for me didn't really connect, and I I I don't know if maybe just that type of character doesn't really fit within the world of Doctor Who, which is weird to say because Doctor Who is such a diverse world. I hate think... characters who are more Doctory than the Doctor, as in who out Doctor the Doctor. Yeah, I hate it. But do you not like River Song then? I do, but that's only because she's a bit fun, and you know this is just a lady. Yeah. And there's loads of ladies. Trust me, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like River Song's interesting. She's the Doctor's wife. Of course, she's going to be Doctory. This is a woman who tried to steal a thing, and then met a moth, and then the moths die, and then she flies a bus through a tunnel, and she should have gone to prison because she's a thief. I, I don't. You can't do big finish specials about Lady Christina in prison. Oh well. <laughs> Harry, what did you think of Planet of the Dead? Um, which is what I which, tell you what I felt like I was on Planet of the Dead watching this episode. Yikes. Ugh. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't my favorite episode. No. Um, there are qualities I like. I like the kind of ensemble on the bus with. The, oh yeah, they were good. Yeah. Yeah, with the except. <laughs> <laughs> Um, David Tennant is fun as always. Um, yeah, I, when he gets a bloody word in edgeways, all the women in there talking over him. Bloody hell! You're not, you're not all there, are you, Tim? <laughs> it's going to be a long couple of episodes. Tim wasn't looking forward to the ranking <laughs> at all. <laughs> Trying to blitz through this. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like kind of the main contention for me is really Lady Christina and the fact that it, it, I, I don't really feel it. Um, for me, and I feel like it doesn't help that the the dialogue is so insistent that they're a perfect team instead of just showing it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, Should we go on to the next one? Yeah, let's move on to the next one. Is it the next Doctor? It's the next Doctor. It's the next Doctor. <laughs> it's fun, but it's not the best Christmas one. I don't like the giant Cyberman. David Morris is, David Morris is great. Yeah, I really like David Morrissey. I don't like the fact that he's like, oh yeah, I have a son <laughs> at the end. And he doesn't save it. The actual Doctor saves his son. Well, because it's it's a Christmas special. And it has to be big and swashbuckling and adventurous. That's true. I feel like the thing of having the character of Jackson Lake was enough to stand alone the story. So you didn't need to sign him in. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I Would you have rather that... been a different th- threat? I don't think you to... needed a threat. I think just that unanswered question of who is this guy is interesting enough. But Doctor Who always needs something to be saved. Or defeated. His boy at the end. Okay. Yeah, but there always has to be what will you be saving him from? You could have just have like some evil Victorian warehouse man, like a like So a, a non alien threat? Yeah, just like a normal bloke who's got kids working in a warehouse. Okay, but then how did Jackson Lake lose his memories if it wasn't sci fi stuff? How did he lose them in the show? In the show is because of like the thing the the container thing. But I'm saying like he was running from the Cybermen and he used to have to fight them off. Like, if there isn't like a alien Oh, well, you could have had them, but then you didn't actually have to have the Cybermen in the rest of the episode. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. I guess. What did you like about the episode? Um, David Morrissey's one of the key things. He's a really great addition to the cast. He works really well with David Tennant. It's, like you said, it's a fun um, Christmas special. It's very swashbuckling. Yeah, swashbuckling. you got to like swing in front and stuff burning. I went to the pub. Just the other day, when I was there. What was that? That's the Irish hoedown they see on Whose Line Is It Anyway. Oh. 
don't watch these lines anyway. Shit, it's really good. Okay. Me and my dad watch it when we have our tea. I'll get on that. It's on Dave. Ooh. Go on. I do like Dave. It's Dave Morrissey. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, they're both called David. I just realized <laughs> So, Harry, um, cool. You like the episode? Yeah, I like the episode. It's not my favourite. I think of the Russell-era Christmas specials, it's probably my least favourite. Yeah. But that's more talking of the quality of the first three, as yeah. opposed to this one being lacking in anything. What's next on our list? For me, it's the end of time part one. Oh, this is where our list gets little bit different. This is the only bit where Alice get a little bit Because I've got the waters of Mars. Okay. Um, do you want to go first on the waters of Mars? Waters of Mars because I feel like part one I couldn't really separate it from part two. Okay. So let's just both talk about the waters of Mars. Because Wars, <laughs> Wars of Mars is my number two and then we'll yeah. go into end of time. Yeah, okay. Um, you really like Wars of Mars? I really like Wars of Mars. Um, I remember when we first watched it I was like this should have been Tenant's last episode because it concludes the Time Lord Victorious thing. Yeah. I'm conflicted on that because I really like the sentimentality in the end of time, and well, I'll get to that later. Um, I feel like this is a great culmination of that Time Lord Victorious arc, which was kind of brewing under the surface from Voyage of the Damned up to this point. And I think it was really cool to see it through and to see the Doctor push to that. This is probably the darkest place David Tenant's Doctor has pushed to, and to see that. And realisation of him going too far, I think, is great. Yeah, I like it because he goes all scary. Mm. And you're like... It's, it's recognisably, like, the 10th Doctor, but the 10th Doctor, like, brought up to 11. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he was the master. Mm. I was thinking the other day, like, we call it Big Finish did, like, uh, alternate Doctor Who stuff where you could get David Tennant and John Sim back, but they play each other's roles. Okay. So how would David Tennant play the master? How would John Sim play the Doctor? That's interesting. John Sim could play a good Doctor. It was, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I liked Wars of Mars. I felt, but I just don't like the traps on the spaceship stuff. Yeah, you don't like the whole base under siege. No, 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 no. So that's why it's lower than the rest. Okay, uh, I'll talk as low as the poo ones. The poo ones. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I thought you meant episodes literally containing poo. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of feces in there for the next Doctor. It's like that was sort of the time when they just threw buckets of shit out the window, wasn't it? When did they do that? Like in Victorian London, they used to go. All oh, right, that's like how the plague started and stuff, wasn't it? Oh. What if the adipose instead of being fat was poo? Just <laughs> and they climb out the toilet. Living, living shit crawled out of people's assholes. <laughs> Just like someone on the floor, oh, no, 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 no. they're still going. Ah, ah, oh no, and, and it's on the toilet. Like, and out, out the top of their trousers because it's a, that's a walking turd. Yeah, <laughs> don't think it would have had such a cute factor to it. I mean, I, I can't I, see kids with plushies of, of adipose. I mean, I always it's a scratch and sniff. As a kid, I never found the adipose like. Well, I got that they were cute, but it was like, should these be cute? Because these are made of like the fat of humans who yeah. are now dead. Yeah, I feel I feel weird. It's cuter than human shit. Yeah, but I just I always felt weird looking human at the shit. I always felt weird looking at the adipose and thinking I meant it's to. It's their think. little voice, isn't it? Ah. But like I I I, I didn't I had reservations ever thinking they were going fully on. Ah, confused adipose. <laughs> 
Hey, that's a reference to... Who's that a reference to? The Confused Adipose. Who is the Confused Adipose again? He's like one of the biggest Doctor Who YouTubers. Like, like we said... with Greasy Spoon. Like we said, we don't watch uh, Doctor Who YouTube. I watch his sometimes because he's quite good. Is he? What does he do? Him and William Who, they're quite good. Oh, I've heard of William Who. Cool moves. Um, should we talk about The End of Time Part 1 and 2? Yes. Um, part 1, I did distinctly put below, just because for me... There's a lot. There's some great moments in there, especially scenes with Wilf. Um, but for me, it's a lot of setup, and it doesn't really get going until part two for yeah. me. That's, that's just... a lot. That's with a lot of these two parts. Yeah, really? but I, I felt it a little bit with part one. And also, I feel like part two has that nostalgia feel to it in the in how big and grand it was in the scheme of everything. Yeah, time and just that feeling it. of like everything is for the last time, and they. Treat it like that. Like yeah. it's the last Alonzi. They treat it like that. Yeah, I like, that, like that. that. So great. Um, there's nothing I really don't like. Some really great alien characters. The spot characters are great. I think when we watched it, I always forget about the fact how long that goodbye sequence is. Yeah, it's like twenty minutes. Yeah, I'd completely forgotten. Mm. So when I, because you always think the end of the end of time is like the regeneration scene, but that regeneration scene is like three minutes. Mm. But the, the actual ending, the bit where you see Sarah, Martha, Mickey, Jack, Rose, um, Jessica Hines' granddaughter. Yeah. Sees all those people. It's good stuff. It is, yeah. We whiz through that. Wow. How long did that take us? About 10 minutes. It, it felt like possibly less. I'll be honest, guys. I don't like doing the rankings. But we, we do it. I don't think I think this should be the last one. Do you not want to do a series five rankings? No, because by the time we get to the rankings, I've forgotten why I liked and disliked certain episodes. Because I rank them as we go along, right? Because I know I forget. But then a lot of Doctor episodes are really good. Yeah, from the Planet of the Dead, um, a lot of them are really good. So it's no, it's like the worst episode, the lowest episode on the list is better than most other episodes of a TV show. Yeah. So I'm sort of defending a, a brilliant TV show for not being as brilliant as other ones. Yeah, that literally, I think most of the time when I go to the bottom of the list episodes, it's always, it's good, it's just Maybe not... Maybe we should st- do, like, top fives. Yeah, that, that, I think that'll be more fun, yeah. a top five. Because yeah. that's, like, a more celebratory. Yeah, yeah, rather than all 13. And that's what we're all about. Yeah. We're all about celebrating who. Yeah. Yeah. Getting in the top fives. Yeah. I like that. I think we should do top fives. Cool. We'll do that next time. Yeah. Especially for series five. What do you want to recommend, Harry? Ooh, what do I want to recommend? Um, there was a really great uh, documentary on this weekend. Uh, Freddie Mercury, The Final Act. Tim, why are you covering your face? I'm trying to think of something I want to recommend. Oh, well, I'll talk about Freddie Mercury, <laughs> The Final Act. Um, it's really great. It's um, documenting the uh, kind of... The crux of it is the last few years of Freddie's life alongside uh, the Freddie Mercury tribute concert that Queen did and behind the scenes on that. A lot of new exclusive interviews, you know, obviously Brian May and Roger Taylor, as well as a lot of the acts who were at the uh, concert, the Freddie tribute. But also alongside that, they've kind of got the narrative running of the uh, AIDS epidemic in the 80s and interviewing um, people who experienced that, ex-medical experts... And it's just kind of getting a real reframing the end of Freddy's life within that context. And it's just a really cool, effective way of doing it and kind of makes you think about his life um, in a way that I kind of hadn't fully done before. So it's just a really cool special. Um, Obviously, you know, I love Queen. I adore Freddie Mercury. Um, And I think anyone who's a fan of Queen will get something out of this. And even anyone who's not a fan, I mean, I don't know if there's anyone who 
actively dislikes Queen's music. I don't know, do you know anyone who actively dislikes Queen's music, Tim? No, no, actually, I was trying to think then of like a funny answer. Mm. I can't think of anything. Yeah. And, uh, actually, no, like, once I found a video by a guy who was like, Queen sucks! Oh, uh, really? Yeah, but uh, that was just a guy on YouTube. Was he American? I want to say yes, they might have actually been British. Like, oh, Queen sucks, mate! Oh, really? I, I don't know. Have you heard about that pub where everybody's snowed in and there's a load of people? It's like in the middle of the Yorkshire Dales. And there's 50 people snowed in, and mm. some of them are part of an Oasis tribute band. Right now? Yeah. Really? I think they've probably got out today, but you know, like we had that bad weather. Yeah. They all got snowed in the pub. How many times do you think they've played Wonderwall? <laughs> enough. More than, more, than, more than twice is enough. <laughs> um, what am I going to recommend? I'm really trying to think. I've got an answer, but I feel I've said it before, so I'm desperately trying to rattle my brains for something. Uh, nope, I'm going to recommend, probably for the like the fourth time, Podcast Secrets of the Pharaohs. I don't think you've mentioned this before. It's what the Peep Show podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, really good by two guys who like the Peep Show. And basically, there's quite a big inspiration to some of the stuff that we've done on this show with the quiz and the guests. Um, so if you like British comedy... Go and check out the talks of David Mitchell, Robert Webb, Robert Popper, Jesse Armstrong, I think. Okay. Sam Baines has been on the... I didn't realise Robert Popper was involved with Peep Show. Yeah, he produced series three and four. Oh, cool. And obviously they talk about Friday Night Dinner and his involvement with South Park as well. Robert Popper worked on South Park? Right, so like a producer on two seasons of South Park. Wow. It's a really cool story. Um, Izzy Sussy, they speak to her. Um, who else do they speak to? And there's a cast from Peep Show. It's really good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Must, that's must have been something else. Must have been something else. Maybe not. Maybe not. Hey-ho, here we are. I watched the episode of Sopranos this week. Episode 1, Series 1. I also have another mate who started watching Sopranos. Well, Is it's any good? to watch it at uni. Oh. It was okay. It, the first, I've heard the, the first, first episode isn't the strongest. The first 20 minutes were fun. Yeah. I, and then I was like, oh. I've heard that Surprise is a show that, especially the acting, gets way, way better as you go oh, on. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, apparently, I had one... I heard that, kind of, in the first episode, the actors haven't quite found a few of the characters, and then, kind of, like, from the second or third episode onwards, they're just totally owning it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Should we wrap this one up? Yeah. Um, subscribe, like, notifications. Everyone knows how to do those things. You know what to do. Make us win awards. That's what we're here for. Will there be a link or something? Yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to find the link. It'll be like our featured comment or in the description or something. I'm sure Tim's good at that. I'm the best. He's the best. Bye. Bye-bye. Make sure you subscribe to the official Bigger on the Inside podcast.